0: Welcome back to Your Best Friend's Podcast. I am your host and best friend Aurora. Um I just want to hop on really fast and talk to you guys a little bit before we get into the interview. Um today's interview is one that I'm super excited about. I the person that I interviewed today is Amy of Cafe Binge and she is someone that I have followed and loved for years and years and years. She's been on the podcast before, so um If you haven't listened to the episode with Amy from like a year and a half ago, um, you can go back and listen to it. It's still up and available. Um, But yeah, we talked a lot about um, abundance. And we, so a few episodes back, I guess like a month or three ago, I can't keep track of time during quarantine. Um, We, I did an episode about manifestation. And a lot of what I've learned about manifestation are from people like Amy and, um it was so nice to just sit and chat with her for a little bit she is such an infectious soul that she just makes you feel amazing when you talk to her and so I know you're gonna love this episode um yeah I was gonna kind of give you guys like an update on my life and things like that but I really don't think a lot has changed since um I last recorded and talked to you guys uh things are just the same things are in quarantine I'm not really doing anything not really seeing anyone but um, my island on Animal Crossing is doing great <laughs> so I guess I've got that going for me um yeah something that is interesting that um, I guess I'll talk about really fast that's happened is on Instagram I so I know that we're all spending a lot more time on social media I am as well I just a few days ago was on Instagram and I was scrolling through and I came across a photo from a girl that I follow. I unfollowed her after this. Um, and she made a post about swimwear, <laughs> um, specifically talking about how she was embarrassed to go to the beach about a month ago, um, because of, what other women were wearing and she was saying that she was so embarrassed to see girls in like cheeky bikinis and it really got my blood boiling because I so I wrote my so I made my own post um, and it went up yesterday but yesterday was Saturday (laughs) Um, so when you're listening to this like almost a week ago um, and I made a post in a cheeky bikini and I basically went through and was like it's so inappropriate to try to police someone else's body and someone else's like what they wear for your own comfort. Um, and so if you haven't seen that post, I really just want to take a second and just remind everyone that, um, whatever you do with your own body is your own choice as long as you're not harming anyone else. And it is not harming anyone else to wear a swimsuit that they would not wear. Um, and, uh, just it, really feeds into rape culture to say that men's brains are wired in such a way to sexualize your body because that's just not it. And anyway, I articulated it better in my Instagram post, um, which is a great time to mention that um, if you are not already following me, go follow me at Aurora McCausland on Instagram and at your best friend's podcast. And if you like this episode and any future episodes or past episodes, um, it would be so helpful to me to have you leave a good review on the Apple Podcast app for this podcast. Anyway, let's get into this interview. Hi, welcome back to Your Best Friend's Podcast. I am your host and best friend, Aurora, and today I am joined by new best friend, Amy. Hi, best friends, or I guess kind of old best friend, because you've been on the podcast before. I have. It was like I don't even know when that was. Maybe a year ago. Yeah, it must have been at least a year. I was still pregnant, so. (gasps) That's right. Long time ago. That's right. So much is happening. I know so much. So, I am so excited to have Amy on. Amy is the Amy of Cafe Binge, and she is someone I've been following on Instagram for years. Like I want to say three years, probably. Um, and if you haven't listened to the episode we've done with Kathy Bench before, you can feel free to go back and listen to it where we kind of talk about her story and just how sh- her page has evolved and how she came to be who she is now. Um, but today we really want to specifically talk about abundance. Mm. So why don't you um, tell us a little bit about, I guess, your story and your journey. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So on my Instagram page, I mean, I always talk about everything that I deem binge-worthy. And when I started my account, it was very like, I was just posting like junk food and like, like that's so fun, but like beauty products. And and then I made a transition. So yeah, go back and listen to that episode um, because I talk about that transition and what happened in my life where I was just kind of talking about... And sharing about like the very physical world and things I was loving that were binge worthy into more of like spirituality and woo for lack of better words, right? And so, yeah, I started sharing things that were just lighting me up in a more spiritual way. And that included the first course that I launched, which was called Glow Binge. And basically, it was everything that I had done in my life to try to achieve that like inside out glow, um, which I noticed in people, which I noticed had nothing to do with like the makeup that they were wearing, um, or the skincare products that they were using. And as an esthetician, I was taught that that's all that you could do. But it was so much more than that. So once I launched that, then the next thing that I kind of wanted to master was abundance, because I, my (laughs) history with abundance was like, had a very dark seedy underbelly like I had the worst relationship with money and with abundance and I lived so much of my life in scarcity and and it's interesting with scarcity because I think we can assume that that just means like you're poor or you're broke but I mean it looks like so many different ways it can look like you're living paycheck to paycheck um, being broke for sure, it can look like fearing conversations about money or just having a rigid budget, like hoarding money, chasing money, um, feeling like you need to justify spending money. Um, there's so many different ways that scarcity can look, and it's it's the pendulum can swing both ways. So it can look like overspending tons of money or like hoarding money and fearing spending money ever. So I noticed that like scarcity was a huge thing in my life. And so I really wanted to understand abundance because the more I understood about the universe, the more that I saw that abundance was just given to us so freely. And we were the ones that blocked ourselves. And so I remember talking to different like coaches and and people I trusted who I felt like who had like really tapped into abundance. And I would always ask them like, how do you do this? Like, I feel so blocked And they're like, what do you mean? You just like, you do it, you allow it. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. And so I launched this course, Abundance Binge, which was everything that I learned, like the journey that I went on to really tap into abundance and to really like free yourself from those blocks and the blocks that I felt. So
0: that's just a little bit of my story about (laughs) abundance. Yeah. Yeah, um, What's so crazy to me is when so I am taking Amy's course abundance binge and it's been incredible I am um, halfway through so it's a four-week course and I just finished week two and it's it's just so interesting because I feel like this scarcity mindset that you're talking about is something that we all like are familiar with and the stories that you're telling even if they weren't identical to things I'd been through, I could feel it. And that's something you talk about a lot in your guide, in your course, is like that gut feeling. Like, And I can feel it in my chest. When you would share a, scar- a story about scarcity, I could feel it even if it wasn't exactly the same as mine. Mm-hmm. So Because I think
1: we, I think like the energy of scarcity, Mm -hmm. no matter how it manifests in your life, I think it's familiar because Mm -hmm. it can look so like so many different ways, and I think I saw that so much in women who came to me, especially women who I was like coaching or working with, um, or people who wanted to buy my course before the uh, um, my Glow Bench course, even before I'd put out Abundance Bench, because I never thought I would teach about abundance because I never felt like I was good at it until I realized like oh like I've mastered this and like it's so easy now and I'm not living in scarcity anymore but I saw so many women who um would like approach me about glow and like ask for a discount or were very like in the victim mentality of like I'll never be able to make the money to afford that and like I saw how just how rampant it was or or working with clients before who would kind of tell me funny stories about um they would like go to target and use their debit card because their husband was like, okay with them going to a target. Um, And they'd always get like $40 cash back and then just kind of have like a little like nest egg of their own because they didn't feel like they were like worthy of abundance or money or something that they had to hide. And so, yeah, just like you were saying, even though the stories that I'm sharing weren't yours totally, it's like you understood it because I think that, like scarcity is its like own entity and we're we're like so familiar with it even though it takes a different form in our life, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And something I, I would love to talk about a little bit is um kind of the familiarity of scarcity and being a victim, um, especially in the regards of well, I mean being a victim in general, I guess, because I think a lot of us feel like victims in one way or another. And it's easy for us to assume the role of a victim and be like well I am just the product of my circumstances and this is just how it is and you know I can't change these things and especially with like specifically with money I think a lot of us are like oh well my parents were really bad at spending money so I never had a good example or you know there are so many circumstances that I recognized in myself and in the people that are close to me as I've been going through Abundance Binge and I'd love to talk a little bit more about that, about that, about victimhood and how you can kind of separate yourself from that and start to realize that you bring those circumstances upon yourself and so saying that you don't, you can't make more money or you can't afford your rent or whatever it is because you're a victim of whatever your circumstances are is still in your control. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I think first of all,
1: if we're looking at like parents and familial, familial patterns, um, I think it's, it's my, it's my opinion that I think our souls chose to come where we Mm -hmm. came. So I think we chose our parents. I think we chose the circumstances and I think we chose the environment that would best, help us to learn lessons. Right. And so if there were certain things that we wanted to master in this lifetime, that I think we were born into that. So I think there is an aspect of healing, like familial, like generational wounds when it comes to abundance. And I think it's also important to note that like, we have our parents DNA in us, right? Like our grandmothers like had us in their womb, right? Like in their ovaries, like we took on so much of our familial patterns and i think just like waking up to the idea that we came to our families for a reason like i was born into my family for a reason and it's because i could like wake up and see like okay this isn't this isn't aligned with my soul and like what my soul knows is true and like i it's my duty to heal this and so it doesn't matter like It doesn't matter at all where we were born or the circumstances like that doesn't matter at all. And I think I like am an example of this, like I wasn't born into an affluent home at all. And I I let that hold me back for so long because I think like on a very subconscious level, it's easier, like it's way easier to play the victim and to think that everything is out of your control and everyone is out to get you and like the universe doesn't have your back than to really show up. And like, realize that you create it, like you create your life, you create your reality, and you can create it. And that's really exciting to, to realize that you don't have to live how your parents lived, you don't have to repeat the pattern. And I think the pattern repeats until you stop the cycle. And so you can stop the cycle. And I think that's really exciting. And so yeah, I think to speak on victimhood it's really easy to play the victim so I think anytime that you're stepping out of victimhood because I think in simplest terms like victimhood that's where scarcity is born right it's feeling like you don't have any control and you don't have any right to anything and so when you finally wake up to being the creator of your life. It's scary. Like it's scary to show up in your power. It's way easier to play the victim. It's way easier to think that life is happening to
0: you. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's, it's, it truly is so easy to just be like, well, I can't, I can't change these things. This is just the life I've been given. These are the circumstances I've been given. And I feel like even when you want to push out of that, you still stay in that mindset. I know so many people who, like me, like this is a mindset I've definitely had in the past. I know so many people who are like, well, I want to be successful. I want to be abundant. I want to have, you know, all these things in my life, but this is where I am. I, you know, I have this many kids or I only have this many hours in the day or, you know, and I think something that, um, you've talked about a lot, not only in the course but in just on your Instagram and on your podcast is that you don't have to be successful in the same ways that other people are and I think so often so many of us try to just fit into a career or a lifestyle that someone else has that we see as being successful but we're not them and so it's impossible not impossible but it's not natural for us to to squeeze into that and No, and I don't think you're going to, I think you're going to go nowhere fast if
1: you're trying to fit yourself into a mold that someone else has left, right? Because you're not them and you have a whole different set of gifts and you can use everything to your advantage. Like, it doesn't matter if you have a lot of kids, you don't need a lot of time to make money. I think that's something that people like a very limiting mindset that we've held on to as a, as a society for so long is that you have to work really hard and you have to like put in the hours and you have to hustle and it's going to be hard and it's going to be like, you know, really like gruesome, like work, but it's not like abundance can be so easy and it's just allowing, like I work less hours than I've ever worked. Like, I don't know if you know anything about human design. Um, but like I'm a projector in human design and they literally say work three hours a day, like three hours max. And that was something that I really had to challenge. Like that was a very deep subconscious belief that I was like, no, you have to work like 40 plus hours a week, especially if you're a business owner, you have to put in even more hours, but it's not like that. And I think it's just challenging those beliefs because we're all going to have them. Um, And just like you were saying, like they're very deep, they're subconscious beliefs. So something in the course that I love teaching is subconscious work because we live ninety like 95% of our lives at least in our subconscious mind right and 5% in our conscious mind and so most of the time we're just going on autopilot but don't even realize it so all of these like very limiting beliefs of lack and scarcity they're so lodged in our subconscious mind so even if our like conscious mind, what we're thinking with is like, I want to be more abundant. I want to live this way. If our subconscious mind isn't behind us backing us, like we're, we're probably not going to go anywhere. So it's all about really getting into those deep seated beliefs of lack and scarcity and learning how to release them and reprogram beliefs that are more abundant and
0: are serving where we're wanting to go. Yeah. And I think, I think that's so important because I spent so long doing what everyone says to do, you know, to achieve abundance. And, you know, I would do affirmations and all those things. And I think this is something that you talked about in the podcast episode where you announced Abundance Binge um, was you talked about how those that you did those affirmations too? you did all the affirmations and it just didn't do anything like as you said them, as I would say them, you just feel like, okay, but like. I feel like a yeah, liar.
1: Yeah, just like I could say as many times as I want it that like I'm abundant and abundance wants me. But if your subconscious mind isn't behind that, then like you're going nowhere. You're using your conscious mind like 5%, 5%. Like your conscious mind can process 40 bits per second and your subconscious mind can process 40 million bits per second. So if you're using your conscious mind to say like, I am abundant, abundance wants me, like all good things are coming to me. But like your 40 million better is like thinking that you're living in scarcity and like life is like a war zone and you don't have enough and there never will be enough. And like this very like primitive fear is coming up, then you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, you've got to like get deep where it lives. Otherwise, like you can repeat affirmations a thousand times a day and you're not going to
0: go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I think that's and that's one of the things that I've loved the most is having to go back and redo that I mean not that I love having to go back and revisit those things that are uncomfortable but like really working on your subconscious versus your conscious because you have to be able to like really talk with yourself and really get down to and face the issues and the things that have you know helped like formulated all of your beliefs and brought you to where you are and to those limiting beliefs and and your scarcity and um i mean because it lives somewhere like i think what you're
1: talking about is like a little bit of like the shadow mm-hmm, work, yes. right it's the things that we don't want to like we don't want to feel again we don't want to notice again because they're painful because a lot of times when we're living in scarcity it's because we've felt um yeah we felt that like in our childhood or maybe it was passed down to us from parents but it always we always feel like not secure, we don't feel safe in something. And so we don't want to feel that again, and so we stuff things down into our shadow self. And part of the healing process of allowing abundance into your life is really looking at that parts or those parts of yourself that have been hurt and damaged, like the little like inner child in us and things that are so not comfortable to look at. But like until you do and you're able to like love those parts of yourself and really alchemize that energy, and you're not like, you're not gonna heal anything, and the cycle's not gonna be broken. You're gonna keep repeating the cycle, you know. I, and it has so little to do with money. Like, money will always come when you're living in the energy of abundance, but it's not about the money. Like, and I wanna tell people, like, it's so much bigger than the money. Money will always come, it will absolutely always come. But it's like, if you think about someone who wins the lottery, and they win the lottery like millions of dollars and five years later they're bankrupt or or like a a major like sports player who's making millions who's so into debt like it's never about the money those people are still stuck in those scarcity patterns right to where they like repeat the cycle it doesn't matter how much money you have you're going to repeat the cycle until it's fixed and so money will always come like that's like promise like i promise it. it's the natural side effect of living in the energy of abundance, but like fix
0: the pattern or the pattern will repeat, you know? Yeah. And I think one thing that I have found really interesting that I never really thought about um, before starting your course was the fact that scarcity doesn't have to just be living paycheck to paycheck or feeling like you're broke all the time. It can also be hoarding money or overspending or, you know, those sort of things, because I think, I think a lot of us assume like, oh, well, once I have this money, um, you know, and then I've reached that point. But you can spend so much time just sitting there and being like, well, I'm afraid to spend money. I'm afraid to um, like splurge and do these things that I want because you are so stuck in that mindset
1: mm mm-hmm, mhm absolutely yeah like yeah again it can look so many different ways um but yeah i i just think it's so prevalent like scarcity is the very opposite of abundance so if you're not living in abundance then you're living in scarcity and it can look a myriad of different ways right but um yeah i just think i think that it's everyone's birthright to live abundantly and i think like someone I had said that and someone had like a little issue with something I said in that but like it's everyone's birthright and they're like no think about how many people are living in poverty and I'm like right and that's a flaw in the system and that's not right. I think it's the same thing as like every every like human having like rights and freedom um or like I know like child sex trafficking is a huge thing that we're talking about right now and like that's not right like it's everyone's right to have like their sovereignty and their freedom and like that's our natural right and I see abundance as the same thing that like it's our right as as humans to have abundance and I think we pinch ourselves off from it and we've spent so much of our lives living in scarcity and society teaches us that like money is scarce and we've given this value to it whereas like in reality, like money is neutral. It's just like, it's a tool. It's always neutral and we give it its value. We give it its energy. Um, but yeah, abundance, like abundance, I see it. And what I try to teach people in the course is that it's always flowing. Like it's always flowing and to really like trust that to really like flow into that and to release all of the blocks that are yeah, pinching yourself off from the abundance that's always flowing. I always like to, view, like, in my mind's eye, view it like oxygen. Like, we all have oxygen. Like, that's our birthright because we're humans. And so you don't, like, you don't wake up in the morning and run outside and, like, try to sniff up all the oxygen before your neighbor can because we trust that, like, it's always there. It's always going to be there. It's always going – it's, like, all of us can have oxygen, right? So to really train yourself to see abundance is the same way, that, like, it's always flowing. Like, you can hold your breath and, like, not breathe in the oxygen, but, like, it's
0: always coming whether you decide to breathe or not. That makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense that it's it's always going to be there. It's always available. And it's your choice w- how you receive it and if you choose to receive it. Because, um, no, and I think that's really powerful. And I think um, – but I think also, like –
1: if you choose to receive it or not, it's all based off of like the fears you're holding or the limiting beliefs or playing the victim. Like, are you ready to stop playing the victim? Are you ready to take control of your life? Are you ready to start deliberately creating the life that you want? Are you ready to release the fear? Are you ready to look at the shadow? Are you ready to like heal parts of you that have been living in scarcity for so long? So like, it seems so like easy, like the life that you want is possible. But like, it's, It's all about like confronting the things that you haven't wanted to confront and really stepping into your power, like, and your authenticity. And I think that's scary, but it's possible.
0: No, I totally agree. I think, and going back to what you were just saying about being a victim, I think we all say like, oh, I don't want to be a victim. Like, I don't want to live like this anymore. And we, we say that and we say it, but we, our actions don't meet that. And I think that we really do hold on to it because it's what's easy and because it's so scary to like really own up to your life and say okay yeah these the situations that I'm in is because of choices I've made and you know my relationship with money is my own responsibility and I can't say that I can't blame it on anyone else I can't blame it on you know getting divorced or my parents being bad with money or your children or you know anything like that you it's like the choices that you have made are your own right they're your yeah it's your own fault and it's where you're at and you have to be able to own up to that to really be able to step out of being a victim and I think so many people despite saying I don't want to be a victim feel comfortable being that victim absolutely like I, I think it's just I think
1: it is that like not wanting to step up, because it's scary. It's scary to start going after the life you really want instead of letting life happen to you, right? And staying in a dead end job, even though it doesn't like logically make sense. It's so much easier to let life happen to you rather than to like, take the reins, and like face maybe rejection after like, if you're wanting to like go after your dreams, you're really going to have to put yourself out there and you're really going to have to be seen. And it's scary to be seen. Um, and it's scary to like want something right. Like to like want something and maybe it won't happen. Or like the world will tell you like, don't dream too bad because it like might not happen. And like, that's scary. Right. And so you're having to like, Ooh, live in a way that contradicts the way that maybe your family told you life like the way that life goes or the way that society tells you life goes um I feel like we have so many limiting beliefs around money like like how many times have we heard like money doesn't grow on trees and like you know like it's so hard to get and so like if you're not wanting to play the victim anymore you have to consciously like contradict all of those things that you taught and you really have to like live in like an imaginary world, like quote unquote an imaginary world until these things start making sense. You have to like learn all of the energetic tools first and start living those. And life won't start catching up to what you know energetically for a while. Like I talk about this in the course that when I was learning about abundance and when I was like so sick of my own BS and like standing in my own way and really wanting to learn abundance, like I felt like it was everything that I that I teach in abundance binge, but I was like practicing all of these things every single day and like felt like my energy was so different. And I had like released all of the fear and the lack mindset, but physical reality hadn't caught up to me yet, right? Like the abundance hadn't come yet, but like I knew on an energetic level, like it was coming. It was like ordering a package, like Amazon Prime. Like I had ordered the package. I knew it was coming, but there was still two days right that like it needed to take to ship to me and to like go through the whole process of shipping um and so you have to live this way where you're like exuding so much confidence that the universe has your back and that these things are happening and that they are coming and that's scary too right to like To live in a way that physical reality can't support yet, that like everything in your physical reality would tell you that like you're still broke, you're still poor, but you're like, no, like I know on like an energetic level, I'm so abundant. And when you can get to that place where like you are the abundance that you're seeking on an energetic level, like it can't be stopped. And that's what happened for me. Like it all came, but like, I think the most surprising part was that I wasn't surprised. It was like, I knew it so much that when it came, like I was happy of course, but I already knew it enough. Like it was like the physical manifestation of it didn't prove anything more than what I knew, if that makes sense. But that's scary. Like it's way, it's way easier to like not believe in something like with so much faith. Right. And to like, and to challenge all of the fearful thoughts that come up. That's, I think it's way easier to just play the victim. And so stepping out of victimhood like I think it's like major guts you had have have, you have to have major guts to do it.
0: Yeah no I totally agree um, well uh, so if someone did want to find your course and learn more about it or wanted to buy it where can they find you and your courses? You can find me on Instagram at cafe
1: binge and then there will be a link right in my bio to the course um the only one that's available right now is abundance binge a Cl- uh, glow binge is closed enrollment right now and so you can purchase abundance binge through that link and there's two different payment options um and it will be available for let me look at my calendar really quickly i was telling aurora before we started i'm not good with dates oh no you're totally it'll fine. be it'll be a bit available until um, Saturday, August 1st, and then it'll close for a while. And then usually, usually I can't ever know what's going to happen until it's actually happening. But usually my courses will like go live again, but I have to close. I feel like it's like so much energy I'm putting out to have to like, I don't know, talk about the course and have new people coming in. So I always close it just to like take a break, take a breather. Rest, support the people that are in the course, and then I'll open it whenever
0: it feels right. Again, right, whenever it feels good. Um, yeah. well, I am so grateful that you came on the podcast. Thanks, Faith. So you're in week, you just finished week two, right? Yes, I just finished Wait. week two. It's
1: been incredible. Week, yeah, week three, like things kind of get a little bit wild in week three. Oh, so, so yeah, so I'm always like, yeah, you have to have like a yeah, an expanded mind and open
0: mine for week three, but it's good. Wonderful. Well, um, thank you all, and I'll talk to you all next week.